Good morning. It's great to see everybody. It's been a while since I preached, so <clears throat> I'm anxious to do it. As I said, it's been a while since I preached. Well, they gave me double duty today. Oh, Justin. But I love preaching, and I just came from Mount Juliet campus and uh, had a great time. And um, as we wrap up now the, the value series with the Fellowship Church and following behind Justin's message last week concerning selective multiplication. And throughout all the values, we see love. And that's what we're talking about, that's what we're preaching about, that's what we're teaching about today is love, but just not love, unconditional love. That when we welcome in others, within this church, within our homes, within our lives, that we welcome them with the love of Christ and we serve them with the love of Christ, which was unconditional. His love was unconditional. And before I get started, I, I do want to point out the marriage conference. Has anybody here went to the marriage conference recently? Let's give the Lord a hand. We give him the glory for that. My wife has been on me for 23 years to go to a marriage conference. And the Lord pricked my heart uh, about a month ago to attend. And I want to tell you, we received a lot out of that conference. And the next time it rolls around, I encourage all the couples to attend that as well. Because even on that unconditional love, Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And that's what the marriage, our marriages are based on, the love of Christ. But if you will, for a little while, just go now with me to 1 John. 1 John, the fourth chapter. 1 John, the fourth chapter. <clears throat> fourth chapter, beginning with verse 18. 19, verse 19 is our golden text, and when you find that, if you could stand as we read in reverence unto the Lord as we read his word. And it reads, there is no fear <clears throat> in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. Thank you, and you may be seated. 
Let us pray. Dear Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we uh, thank you for this day. Lord, I, I thank you for this opportunity to, uh, to preach your word today. Lord, I thank you for my church, our church here, the fellowship. Lord, now teach us more about unconditional love. Teach us more about your love for us. Because before we can love each other more, we got to love you more. And Holy Spirit, I just ask that you lead me and guide me through this message. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. As we look at our scripture, we love him because he first loved us. This unconditional love that we're, we're talking about is accomplishing is accomplished by knowing that God is love and realizing that his love works through us to one another. He uses each and every one of us as vessels to distribute his love. God is love. He's the definition of love. We have to look no further. And he loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for us, for all of us. Now this love I'm talking about, this unconditional love, man, I've just realized over these weeks, just thinking about months and th thinking about preaching about this, that, that this love, this unconditional love, it is a process throughout our lives. I haven't mastered it. If anybody here has mastered it, please raise your hand. I have not mastered this unconditional love. But it was a commandment given by Jesus. If we'll go to, for a moment, John, the 13th chapter. John, 13th chapter, verses 34 and 35. Now Jesus was getting ready to leave the earth and he was preparing the disciples. He was going to prepare a place for a prepared people. It's important that we prepare to arrive at that destination right now in our lives. And this is what he shared with him. He said, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you in verse 34, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. That's on, he loved us with no conditions, that you also love one another. And by this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Now, we can talk about love, say that we are disciples, 
we can convince people with our words that we are disciples and even do a lot of actions, a lot of good deeds. But if those deeds are, and actions are not combined with love, Paul taught us in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging symbol. We're just making a lot of noise. Have you ever been around anybody that just talks about constantly what they are doing for the Lord? Proclaiming their righteousness. And it's just something about, I don't know, like I said, I haven't perfected it. But if your spirit is not bearing witness with that spirit, then you got to look for love. We can do many great things and put our great deeds on Facebook and social media and all of those things. But the Bible teaches us. Jesus taught us that the left hand and the right hand, they shouldn't know what each is giving when giving alms to the poor. What's done in secret shall be rewarded openly. People will know that you are a disciple. I am a disciple of Christ. When we love one another as he loved us. You see, I came to the realization that God really does love me. And man, he loves me a whole lot. Can you make that pr proclamation? Do you have that confidence in you today that man, God loves me? And that I love him because he first loved us. When I didn't know what I was doing, when I was knee deep in sin, Jesus loved me anyway, unconditionally. Somebody here today, you may be deep in sin in some certain situations. Just know that Jesus loves you. Loves you unconditionally. He wants us to love God with all of our heart, soul, and mind and love our neighbor as ourselves. First things first. See, we got to return to our first love. Like the Lord told the church at Ephesus, you're doing some great, good things and great things, but I need you to return to your first love. See, all of us are needy. We are needy people. We need attention. We need affirmation. We need praise. We need pats on the backs. We're needy. I'm needy. Ask Angie. I'm needy. <laughs> but we have to understand that when people let us down, if I let you down, if another human lets you down, go to God. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. 
and we won't have such a dependence on each other. But when we realize how much and vast his love for us, man, it just makes us think, man, he loves me so much. It's, it's an overflow. I got to share this love with somebody else. And you want to reach out and extend God's love to others. And this love will cause you to even love your enemies. Now that's a tough one there. Matthew 5. He tells us to bless them that curse you. and Do good to those that hate you and pray for those who despitefully use you. That's that unconditional love. And it occurs over time in our lives through our faith and confidence in Jesus Christ. We can grasp this unconditional love. We can keep making strides toward Jesus with this unconditional love. You know, but it's, it's even in the small things. Because, see, Jesus suffered and died for us. Suffered for you and for me. We got to be faithful in the small things. Faithfulness happens over time. Just this past week, I was in Starbucks, one of my favorite places to, to go. My office is in Starbucks. And I was in there, and I was drinking my coffee, and I was studying up on love, and a gentleman sat down behind me, and he bumped me. You know, it's pretty hard. I was like, whoa, okay, okay. I studied some more. A few minutes later when he left, he bumped me even harder in my chair. And like, that old flesh. I wanted to bless him out. <laughs> but I looked down at my word, and I was, I was studying about love. So I just blessed him in my spirit. But my natural inclination was to say, hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> Unconditional love. We have to make those baby steps and just keep on walking toward Jesus. But God gave us, gave us Jesus, our advocate. He's our intercessor who pleads the cause of us to God. If we'll look at 1 John, 1 John, the second chapter. First John, the second chapter. Beginning at verse 1, picking up a little ways down. These things are right to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he himself is the propitiation. He is the sacrifice for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the whole world. And man, that just kind of came down on me the other day. For the whole world. 
He's a sacrifice for everybody's sins. Everybody in here, everybody in Donaldson, everybody in Tennessee, the United, the whole wide world. He died so that we might have a right to the tree of life. Oh, how I love him because he first loved me. Has that really come down on you? I hope it comes down on somebody today because he loved you first. Wasn't you loving him first? He loved you first and he drew you toward him. He drew you toward God. And God had a specific time frame in which to draw you to Jesus. He's got a time frame for somebody here today to be drawn to Jesus through his love. With the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, he is the propitiation for our sins. He is our sacrifice. He decided to die for you and for me. Left heaven to come here to die for you and for me. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Decided to come to earth and live and die like us, for us. The Bible says as a boy at age 12, he began to grow in wisdom and stature. Grew over time in wisdom and in stature. Over time, we are to continue to grow in wisdom, to understand God's unconditional love. And the unconditional love we're to have for other people. Because there's neither Jew nor Greek, male or female, bond or free, but we're all one in the same in Christ Jesus. Everybody, anybody who graces these doors, the poor, the rich, the black, the white, the yellow, the red, the brown. Our hearts, our arms should be open, not just in church, but out in the world. Because he first loved us. He that knew no sin became sin and redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us on the tree. Galatians 3 and 13. He took all the sins of the world upon himself on the cross. When we look at the totality of the sacrifice and the love of God for us, it's kind of easy to make the attempt to love others. Love the white man, love the black man, the red, the yellow, the brown, doesn't matter. Love one another. If we'll go to Revelations, first chapter as we hustle up here, 10 minutes and 20 seconds. We got it. Revelations, the first chapter. 
pick up there in verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. I don't have time to go in politics. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Don't worry about Democrat or Republican. I will say that, man, some of the things that you're saying on Facebook and social media, yeah, sometimes it doesn't show love. I don't mind being your friend on Facebook, but I'm just, I'm just sharing some wisdom with you. Some of your comments and posts is not about love. To him who loved us, and washed us from our sins. He washed us. He separated us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. We give God all the glory and dominion and honor today because he washed us in the blood of the Lamb. I'm talking about those who are born again today. Except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't realize it. You can't fathom it in your mind. You can't draw nearer to the Lord until you're born again. And Jesus said, marvel not that I say you must be born again. Marvel not at that statement. It's an instruction. He's commanding us, you must be born again. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. All you got to do is just keep loving on the Lord. Just keep on loving him. Seek him in his word. It's not how much you know, but who you know. We've got an overload of information coming at us and teachings and on the internet, this and that, just an overload. Just, just love God first. Love him with all your heart, soul, and mind. He'll teach you by his Holy Spirit in his word. As we get ready to close, we go to Luke the seventh chapter. Luke, the seventh chapter. Talking about God's love. Talking about our unconditional love toward others. And we see this unconditional love. One of the Pharisees had asked Jesus to come to his house and eat. And, and there came a woman who was a sinner, reported that she was a prostitute, and she came to this house and sat at the table, Jesus did it. She came and brought an alabaster flask and some virgins say box, a fragrant oil, and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and wiped them with her hair. 
She kissed his feet and anointed them with fragrant oil. And now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would know what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Now keep in mind that this Pharisee was up to no good. He didn't care nothing about Jesus. He didn't invite him to dinner because he loved him and he cared about him. He was building up a case. You know the Pharisees were always trying to build up a case against Jesus, trying to cause him to slip up somehow. He didn't care nothing about Jesus. But Jesus was going to teach him something. This man, this, man, this Pharisee, was high-minded. And all of us along the way have been high-minded sometimes in life, in some situations. So he's speaking to all of us in this message. He said, Simon, I have something to say to you. He said, teacher said, he said, there was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii, the other 50. That would be about $1,000 for the 500 denarii, about 100 for the 50 denarii. And when they had nothing, from which to repay, he freely forgave both of them. That's God's love. Somebody here today, you might feel that you're that person who owed the 500 denarii. He forgave them both. Didn't matter how much they owed. That's the thing about God's forgiveness. It's unconditional. When he forgives, he forgives. He freely forgave them both. And he told the Pharisee, tell me therefore which of them will love him more. He was going to teach him a lesson. But I asked today, how much do you love God? That's why it's so important for us to Love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. I've said it a million times over the course of the year. But it's so important that we love him with all of our heart, soul, and mind. That's how we love others. When we realize how much he has loved us. When we embrace his love and his forgiveness for us. That he died on the cross for us. We seek to love others. Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. Now, it was common custom with the Jews to visitors come in and to provide water or a servant to come and wash their feet. It goes to show you the Pharisee wasn't insulting him. But she came and washed his feet with her tears and dried them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss. He gave him no honor. 
which was also a custom, the kiss of greeting. But this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. I asked the question today, when is the last time you've kissed the feet of Jesus? When's the last time you got down on your knees at home and kissed the feet of Jesus? I see a couple of folks grinning and smiling a little bit. You know, we talk about washing each other's feet and people won't do that. But what about kissing his feet? She humbled herself. She put herself in an awkward position. It was unconditional love of the Savior. Loving God sometimes will put you in an awkward position in life. Loving the Lord unconditionally, loving others unconditionally. And he said, you did not anoint my head with oil. But this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. She loved much. She embraced the forgiveness. She embraced the love of God. Have you really embraced the love of God? What he's done in your life? Have you really embraced his forgiveness? in your life. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But you don't need faith that'll move mountains if you don't have love. You just need a lot of love of God the Father with faith the size of a mustard seed. That's all you need is a little bit of faith and a lot of love for God. Because he'll take that little seed and cause it to bloom and blossom. The mustard seed tree or bush, or it can grow up to 30 feet in height and, and width. All you need is faith. He said to her, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? I'm here to tell you as we close, it is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's who forgives our sin. It's not man, it's not mother, father, brother, or sister, but it's the Lord Jesus Christ who forgives us our sins. And oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. If you love the Lord today, you will have the opportunity. And I'll just say you have the opportunity today to respond to this message by partaking of the Lord's Supper, to post your prayer requests, to have someone to pray with you but just know that your faith has saved you as a little boy 
in the first grade, I remember they taught us the song. Yes, Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, and so does he love you as well. Just like he told the woman, as we close with verse 50. Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So your faith has saved you. And go in peace today. And seek to love God more and love your neighbor more as well. Thank you.